Hi friend, how you doing? How you been? What's been good with you since the last time we met here? Welcome back to another episode. Let's get into it. I hope you're happy. I hope you're whole. I hope you're radiating positivity to every person you meet and that you are manifesting your truest and highest potential. You know what? I'm so thrilled that I get to talk to you again. This is wild. Honestly, our conversations are turning out to be one of my favorite pastimes for sure. I hope you know that and feel the same way too. So anyway, me to me. Today's wisdom galore comes from an African proverb which says, A boat cannot go forward if each rows his own way. Again I say, a boat cannot go forward if each rows his own way. First of all, just so you know, Cancel culture brought me here, but even more so, my cancel culture lifestyle made a mad content boost for this episode. And before you come at me for botching the definition of cancel culture, I should say this. I do know that the term was originally used to boycott sketchy celebrities, but now I see that it's morphed and can be used to describe the act of permanently canceling someone out of your life. So before I explain further, let me just say that recording this podcast has been one of the most exciting yet fear-worthy ventures of my life. I'm actually what you would call a self-proclaimed choleric, so I guess vulnerability and life transparency is not quite part of my MO. And I say this because when I revisit the stats of this podcast and I see that I currently have over 500 people tuning in, over 500 people with just two episodes out, Yanni, I'm, I'm almost struck dumb with the anxiety that comes with a personal life exposure that's part of the candidness of running a podcast. I guess with time, I'll have to live by the mantra, feel the fear and do it anyway, huh? I do, do, do love talking to you, random family, and just seeing how we're progressing through those difficult conversations together. Thank you, friend. You are incredibly amazing. So as I jump into my reflection of the day, is that random friendship redeemable? I want to almost shout that if you haven't lost a friendship before, you either have an incredible streak of luck with your personal social life, or you just haven't lived long enough to experience it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not a psychologist, but I can say this without any hesitation, that platonic relationships are just as important to our emotional and mental wellness as romantic and family relations are. I'm going to repeat. Platonic relationships are just as important to our emotional and mental wellness as romantic and family relations are. Going down memory lane, I remember a while back talking about the essence of friendships with a remarkable friend of mine who's now in her late 40s. We also got to talking about how her 40s are taking her and apart from a myriad of other things she mentioned that the subtle but most complicated dynamic of her life in her 40s was making new friends can you imagine it's so hard and almost impossible for me to make long-term friendships now she said to me she said that in nostalgia that if she could have a swing at the hands of time she would have heavily invested in establishing good quality lifelong friendships when she was younger I'm sure even you in your 20s or 30s, friend, you can confirm that for sure, the older you get, the harder it keeps getting for you to ignite a friendship with strangers. I say all this to point back to the fact that people need people. You and I, friend, imagine we need people. In fact, one of, one of the podcasts that I'll release with time will be titled, 
why being the random strong friend will kill you. Stay tuned for that episode as I go in-depth on the confessions of what it's like to be an island of a self-dependent mess. So anyway guys, back to the topic at hand. Last week could easily be one of the highlights of my year. Reason being, I was able to reconcile with one of my closest friends ever. I remember by the time we stopped talking, I had decided altogether that I did not need people and actually proceeded to make it very clear to my other friends that I was on a two-month hiatus. Two months, during which, (laughs) get this, I would not receive any audio or video calls. None. Well, if you're asking, then yes, the hibernation was a success. But what ended up happening was I had 24 hours a day for two whole months to self-analyze the hard faith, the hard truths about who I really am, who I am as a person. And I keep saying this to people that one of the biggest dilemmas we face as a generation is that we don't know who we are. People don't really know themselves well enough to decode their habits. So eventually and finally, the self-analysis brought me to this one conclusion that I, Celiana Jolie, although I seemingly mean well, I have underlying toxic tendencies of poor conflict resolution, communication, and chronic cancel culture habits. You can imagine how shocked I was. Like, who? Me? What do you mean I'm toxic? You know? Well, I mean, I should have seen it coming because now looking back, I've always been the type of person who, if I can't talk about a grievance, then I just use passive aggression to advance my way through it. I remember I always used to say this with so much pride in the past, that if someone wants to leave, hiya, let them go faster, faster. Beg who to stay? Me? Nah, not me. Because I for sure can do well by my damn self. <laughs> now, I just look back at that confession in shame. Because I really cannot believe for how long I thought that the solution to major conflict was completely cancelling people out of my life and active acting as if they never ever truly existed i mean friend again i say know your toxic traits if you're like me then repeat after me that is toxic and i really need to stop doing that let's say it again together that is toxic and i really need to stop doing that so have you ever asked yourself what your conflict resolution language is personally It was a mind-blowing moment when I realized that just as there are the five love languages that you and I know about, there are also conflict resolution languages. So instead of shutting down and ghosting people, there are ways that you can go about the offense in order to restore a broken friendship. I guess you can make time and look further into that area over the internet during the weekend. You should do that, definitely. Well, moving on. It's important I say this. Not all friendships deserve to die. As a matter of fact, you can recognize the fact that some friendships just became casualties of misunderstandings and small fixable mishaps. But before I go on, let me insert a huge disclaimer that you need to be aware of the signs of a toxic friend so that you can wisely filter the ones that you can be reconciled with and the ones that gotta go, that gotta leave, man. (laughs) I'd say some, some random signs you... Um, would be a person who is uh, uh, the random signs of a toxic person would be a person who is highly negative and critical of you jealous of your success discredits you behind your back lacks empathy and is self-centered is untrustworthy 
always gossiping about everybody they don't care when your heart lies constantly always full of bad drama and inconsistency people who fit into the stated categories would perhaps need to be assessed on how viable they are with the life that you are trying to build unless they're willing to work on themselves and seek help in forms such as therapy then imagine don't subject yourself to the emotional roller coaster that comes with being friends with such a person disclaimer aside i'm addressing how you should go about a friendship that just hit a bump and you truly know that deep inside the subject person is a good human being back to my friend let's call her amara so amara and i had truly lost touch and by the time we stopped talking it was truly unclear whether we would actually be in speaking terms ever again all the same i eventually knew that she was a friend i'd never want to lose before we proceed can you just take take this moment and reflect on the fallen friend soldiers of your life i know they might be quite many we're all well were all of them truly worth letting go of you might even right now at this very moment be in a gray area with a close friend or a friendship circle of yours so a possible question that you would ask me is celia how do i truly know if a friendship is worth saving well that's a great question so let's talk about it definitely if you've read the book seven habits of highly effective people you can remember that stephen covey introduced the concept of the emotional bank account in human relationships an expansion of this concept goes to reveal that for every human interaction we have with the people in our lives we will either have a deposit or withdrawal from this emotional bank account in short every relationship or human connection in your life will be full of gives and takes with time you'll notice that for mutually beneficial relationships there will be a healthy consistency in the balance level of the account however for parasitic one-sided relationships there will be a long-standing negative balance and the giver will end up somewhat emotionally psychologically bankrupt because the, the taker is leeching them dry this brings me to this and here's the issue you need to figure out when analyzing the quality competency of a friendship question 1 why did the friendship break was it laziness on your part being quote on quote too busy for each other was it different career paths was it changes in financial status changes in geographical proximity did they sleep with your significant other did they do anything to physically harm you so you have to ask yourself what caused my emotional bank account with this person to go so negative that i decided to straight up end the friendship so um you'll need to examine yourself your patterns and be truthful in your response secondly is there enough trust and foundation left in the friendship to begin again Sometimes you and your friend might need to really reflect on the impact of what happened between the both of you in the past in order to strategize the way forward for the future of your friendship. Remember it's impossible to fix a damaged friendship alone and so it's a requirement that both sides want to fix it. If you find yourself always being the one fanning the dying flame embers of your friendship then it just might be high time for you to count your losses and let them go. I promise you I promise you you will meet far much greater and wholesome friendships who will complement your life in ways you never imagined possible. So even in friendships 
do not settle for less do not settle for less grieve for the loss of that friendship address the emotions involved because losing a friendship bites hard then finally release nip it in the bud as you make room for the new that's coming if if not already here my highlights of a friend worth saving would be this one who has a high a high value conversion rate meaning they make you a better person two one who is trustworthy and loyal three one who respects and upholds your personal boundaries four one who is supportive of your goals and life vision five one who is kind and considerate six one who tells you like it is seven one of solid character and integrity seven one who takes time to cultivate the friendship and finally eight one with whom you are equally yoked i want you to remember that healthy friendships are the very component of a rich life experience do not rob yourself of the gift of doing life with a healthy community that has got your back conflict resolution resolution was a resolution <laughs> is an essential skill in navigating life as an adult so if you're lucky enough to find people who you can organically vibe with don't let disagreements and areas of conflict cause a permanent shift to an otherwise healthy and wholesome human relationships sometimes it helps to give people the benefit of doubt you'd be surprised at how willing they'll be to meet you halfway and so as i end this i'll mention that amara and i are friends again yay <laughs> and since the day we reconciled we've been talking on the phone every single day and i couldn't be i could not be happier i'm sure that even with the fake name that once she listens to this she'll automatically know that it's her hi amara hey girl hey yes we had had to have difficult conversation a difficult conversation on the matter uh, about the past perceptions and passive aggression the damage of friendship but after much clarity and apologies we are in an even better place than we were before so friend reflect on your life and quote on quote former friends is there anyone you need to reach out to and perhaps have a conversation on what happened and how to fix it personally over the last one month i've reconnected with four very important friendships that had withered over time so don't let cancel culture block the blessing of relationships from your life take time to reach out to an estranged friend this coming week and tell them that you really really do miss them i promise you it'll be so worth it and i can't wait to hear all about it once you do you can hit me up on my socials and we'll have a chat about it i'm so down that's that's it for today friend <laughs> That's all for today. This has been your random podcast with Celiana Jolie. I'll catch you again next week. Take care. I love you. Bye.